Welcome to the Strut South podcast. Today on the show, I talked with a good friend, Cody Johnson. And we, me and him both, we kind of go over what we do to hunt smaller properties. We talk about, you know, things you can do to make your property better. And we also talk about, you know, the challenges of hunting a smaller property. And by the way, this uh, episode, it was recorded outside, and you will probably all be able to tell, but we figured it would give it that certain ambiance of the outdoors. So, (laughs) hope y'all enjoy it. All right, guys, welcome to episode 14. I've got Cody Johnson here with me. He's a good friend. We, we went to high school together, and I've known him for a long time. Um, and we just wanted to get him on here today and, you know, talk about talk about hunting. Uh, so what's up, Cody? Oh, not much. Appreciate you having me. Oh, yeah, no doubt, man. Um, we just wanted to kind of talk hunting, really. Um, so... Well, I guess we'll I guess we'll just go ahead and dive into it. Um, what uh, have you been getting in the woods any this year? Or? I hadn't hunted much uh, this year. hadn't hunted at all this year. Um, usually, uh, I really really get serious about it about first of November. I uh, do my do my early season work. Um, I really don't like to start until it actually starts cooling off, and we've had some uh, pretty hot pretty hot days here recently. Oh yeah, man! Oh man, I'm uh I'm pretty excited about this next week because you know it's gonna be like in the fifties. Yeah, got a cold front coming in, so um, hopefully uh, that'll get a little bit more activity too. Uh, been having a lot of nighttime pictures. Uh, not a whole lot of not a whole lot of day activity. Um, very seldom. Maybe every few days we'll uh, get a few on camera during during early morning. Uh, after shooting light, but just not a whole lot. Now, do you do you um, do you really bow hunt that much? Since like I know you were telling me before, you don't really you really don't hunt a whole lot until November, and we'll get into that. But do you like really bow hunt a whole lot? I hadn't I had never never bow hunted. Um, I've had a few bows, uh, just played around in the backyard, but never never got really serious into bow hunting. Um, uh, I like to, uh, just I don't I don't take the time. hadn't taken the time to get good enough with a bow to, to hunt with it, but I've had a few uh, shot with buddies in the backyard, but never never hunted one. So you just like killing? Yeah, uh, well I, I guess you could say that. Um, I I don't I don't kill everything that walks by, um, but when the right one walks by, I don't mind uh, I don't mind pulling the trigger on. I tell you though, there is something about it though, man. Like. Which I mean, me and you, and you know everybody that we know that hunts around this area, we all grew up the same way, you know, hunting. We just hunted with a gun. Like bow hunting wasn't really a thing when we were kids. You yeah. know, when we were in our teens, growing up hunting, we just like nobody really bow hunted, and that was kind of that was kind of before bows came along. Um, but they something about to me. I just I love being able to go and sit in the woods on the ground. I mean, I love hunting in a deer stand, but that's something about being able to sit on the ground, no ground blind or nothing, just go and sit up 
like you turkey hunting. Go sit on the tree and sit there with your rifle and watch deer come out in the pasture. There ain't nothing like it to me. Yeah, and that's why that's why I was brought up. Uh, just uh, it, w w not really trophy hunting. Um, uh, been hunting, but uh, obviously my dad taught me taught me a lot about hunting. Uh, but it wasn't really wasn't really trophy hunting. It was kind of just you know shoot what walked by. But last few years I've started uh, taking a little bit more time to I guess collect inventory, um, pick out which ones I shoot, uh, which ones I let walk. And uh, I mean I've been fortunate. I owned a few that I've been able to kill since we've been doing that, but I would like to pick up the bow. Um, start hunting, obviously, it would be more more of a challenge. Uh, probably a lot more exciting. Yeah, it's uh, it's tough. It um, which I've only shot a couple of bucks with my bow, but it's I won't say it's 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 more of an adrenaline rush compared to a gun. But when you got a big old buck standing in front of you at thirty yards with a bow, it's it's definitely it's it's different. It's a different kind of rush, and uh, it's it's tough. Um, but speaking of you was talking about, you know, you was running your cameras and stuff like that. You hunt a lot of small properties, and I do too. And uh, I guess we'll kind of talk about that a little bit. Um, what are some of the things that you do to, you know, just go, I guess, how do you go about hunting small properties? Yeah, um, I hunt behind my house a lot. Um, and then I then I got a, a small piece of property that I've hunted for a while in West Point, uh, right close, close to the Alabama line. Um, it's a little bit more property. Um, I can, I kind of have to hunt that a little differently, but uh, when I do hunt behind my house, I it's I'm not gonna say it's it's harder um, but because you don't have the ability to to scout uh, pick your your location that you want to hunt uh, you really only got one win that you can hunt yeah um, but I have to say that uh, hunting a smaller piece of property uh, you're not going in as far I don't I don't feel you're, you're pressuring the deer as hard because you're not in and out you're not far into the property um, and you I mean I've had success just kind of making sure I keep the does close by. Um, and then uh, not get down uh, early season when you don't have that big shooter buck coming in daily. Yeah. Um, they, they usually on smaller pieces. You don't, I don't really get them coming in until, like I said, early to early November to middle November. Yeah. Yeah, so you're, you're getting the bucks you really don't have bucks on your place until, you know, they're starting to actually look for does or chase, or they're actually chasing at that point. Um, but yeah, I agree. I mean, I think if you got a small place, you've got to be really. I mean, depending, it depends on what you want to shoot. Um, if you if you got a small place, you really got to be lucky to get a five six year old deer staying on your property because they say a, a buck usually has a, a one square mile radius but that's his home yeah and you know if you got 20 acres it's hard for that 20 acres to land right in that one square mile oh for sure that that buck's living and it's i mean that's the thing i mean you can't keep them 
own a small tract of property. I mean, you, there's just no way. But, I mean, there's a lot of people out here like of it, probably listening to us that are like, like oh, the yeah. Indian hunt. I mean, don't have the, the either the funds or the, uh, the ability to hunt hundreds of acres or thousands of acres. Um, so it's, I just enjoy hunting. Um, so I, even if it is a small track, I mean, I'm, I'm willing to, uh, I mean, I, I just enjoy sitting there. So yeah. it, it don't matter how many acres I'm on. I, I think, I mean, you can have, you can be successful on a small place. Um, I know the one place in particular, man, you were talking about before we started recording, it's about 40 acres, but really only basically 20 of it is huntable but it's like there's always deer on it and there's always does we we usually don't always and 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 another thing that i've noticed about a small place is it's it's harder to get pictures of the same buck year after year yeah that's i I have noticed that um and even even a I say a younger deer or two, uh, two three year old deer that uh, has good potential uh, that that I that I get on camera and uh, I get my hopes up, uh, hopefully to see him the next year just to see what he goes uh, grows to be, and then maybe the I mean next year you might see him you might not. Um, yeah, I do have one on camera now that that I've had for for two years. This goes this is the third year. Um, he didn't put on a whole lot um, from from last year to this year. Um, I, I think not real. I'm not real good at aging him, uh, but I think he's about three. Um, so I, I, maybe he'll stick around, and I, I think he'd be good in another year or two. Yeah. Um, another thing I was gonna say was like that property I hunt. It um, we've never. I've hunted that place since 2005 I'll give you a little bit of backstory on this property years ago when I was probably maybe nine or ten it was actually before I started hunting um, years ago my great uncle he owned a bunch of property and then you know time went on he, he ended up passing away and his wife sold the property, sold parts of it, but some of it stayed in the family, yeah. and now my cousin owns it. And he's and he's the one that's got the the twenty, and then his sister's got like twenty more. So it's all together about forty acres. And um, it used to like back then you could hunt it the way you normally would any other you know bigger property. You could you know. You could target down on your deer and find out where your bucks were, but ever since 2005, we started hunting it like regularly. Yeah. And um, when you say we, uh, well, me, that's you, that's me and my my two brothers. So uh, you Chris do have and other Daniel. people that they hunt with you. Right. Over there. Right. Okay. Yeah, me and my brothers we hunt it, and uh, we, um, but we we've, we've never. Even since 2005, we've never been able to get a picture of the same buck the next year. I mean, we we always get pictures. We would always get at least one one picture of, of a decent buck every year. 
but the next year he'd be gone or he just wasn't on the property but we I mean we always usually have pretty good bucks on the property and a lot of deer a lot of does hang out there you have uh you have other properties that that, that butt up to you that that uh, hunt or is it just kind of a yeah neighboring, um, neighboring properties yeah they um well there's one property it's about four or five hundred acres and it's behind it and it's mostly all timber and I don't think there's really much pasture on it but um, I know they hunt it it's, it's, it's been hunted in the past before I don't know if I don't know how regular people hunt it because I know there's been several years in there where nobody was hunting it and uh, but it doesn't seem to really affect the deer especially it's kind of like that place is kind of like what your your place is like you know and basically the whole month of november you know you could they ain't no telling what you'll see at that place i remember <laughs> I, i'm gonna have to tell this story i don't want to but <clears throat> it uh it, it, it cuts me deep every time i think about it i hunted that place one year and i was do i was I, I I try to make myself feel better because I was doing it for my dad, uh-huh. and uh, it's like I told you before. Our daddy he never he didn't really get us into hunting because his his age group they didn't hunt a lot. Yeah, when they were kids because there wasn't no deer. But he you know he he wanted to go hunting with us and he hunts with us still and every so often he'll go with us and so we went this one day to hunt me and him and we had a and all this place is is a big pasture you got a big pasture like this and then it's a creek that basically goes right down the edge of the pasture and then on the other side of the creek is just a big old hardwood bottom mm-hmm. we had a shooting house <clears throat> on the edge of the pasture like looking over the creek into the bottom and you could look out in the pasture yeah so we're sitting there and then I got a I had a lock on across the creek in the bottom so I told my daddy, I was like, look, I'll go hunting my lock on and you go sit in the shooting house. Because I, I really was wanting him to kill a deer. Yeah. And I mean, I should have just, I could have sat with him, but I was like, look, I'll just go sit in my lock on. You sit there. That way, if a deer's coming from, from the hardwoods, I can call you and you'll know that they're coming. coming, yeah. And, uh,. So I was sitting there, and it was gun season. I think it was December the 8th. And I'm sitting there in my stand. I got my gun. And this is before this is before they had, like, easy hangers and all this other stuff. Old school hunting. Yeah. Like, I had my gun. I, I wanted to stand up. So I was standing up in my lock-on, and I, I put my gun like this, you know, in the seat and yeah. laying on the tree. And I'm sitting there like this, you know, basically watching my gun. And I'm looking around, and... All of a sudden, my gun just falls oh. out of the stand. <laughs> With a scope gun? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Had to be. <laughs> and it falls, and it hits some steps on the way down, and it's laying on the ground, and my daddy calls me. And, uh, I'm assuming he, said, he heard it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Which he was only about 100 yards, maybe 100 yards away from me. He says, what was, he calls me, and he's like, what was all that racket? I was like, and, it, and by this point, I'm already at the base of my tree getting my gun. Yeah. And I was like, ah, my gun. I I dropped it. I had to stand. 
Everybody, everybody's had them days. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, everybody. <laughs> yeah. well, what made it even worse, <laughs> uh, and, and, and this is where I guess I lost all train of thought. I told my daddy, I said, look, I guess, I don't know, I just wasn't feeling confident at that point anymore. Well, uh, yeah. I, I said, I said, look, I said, I'm just going to climb back up in the tree. I'll sit there. You just sit right there. And, and you know, if the deer comes out, we'll know it. You know, we'll be good. He's like, okay. So I'd get up in the tree. And it wasn't 20 minutes later. It's about 8 a.m. I look all the way down this bottom. And the deer steps out. That's a buck. So at, you're, this, at, at this time, is your dad on the ground? or is he, He's still in that shooting house. Still in the shooting house. Yeah. My dad is actually in between us and where the buck's coming. But okay. I'll get to that. So I look up there, and I see this buck. And at that point in, in my hunting career, he's probably the biggest buck I'd ever seen. He was a nine-pointer. But that joker, man, if he didn't score 140 inches, I ain't sitting here. I hear you. <laughs> and so he comes walking down, and and I'm watching this deer, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's a huge deer. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, oh, man, daddy's about to shoot him. He's going to shoot him. And I'm sitting there and sitting there and sitting there, and my daddy never shoots. Deer steadily walking straight to me. My daddy's, like, over here, kind of to my right. Uh-huh. Deer's walking down like this. And I know the deer is in front of my daddy. And he never shoots. So I see the deer. I call my daddy. I'm like, hey. I'm like, are you going to shoot that deer? He's like, yeah. Well, and, and you don't know my dad. Like he, I think he just goes just to look at deer. I don't think he yeah, goes Yeah, he, he don't really want to shoot them. Yeah. He, he said he, he, he's always worried about they ain't going to be big enough. Oh, yeah. And I, he, he said, yeah, yeah, I see him, but I don't know how big he is. I was like, Daddy, he's a monster. You need to shoot him. And by that point, it was too late. So that's over with. My daddy didn't shoot him. The deer comes on down, walks right to my tree, and stops at 10 yards and throws his head up, and he looks right at me. And he stares at me for about 10 seconds. And then he just puts his head back down, and he's eating acorns, and then he just eases on up the hill and goes in the woods and disappears. Perfect shot. Oh, yeah. He dropped a gun. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's actually, uh, well, you know, I mean, I've missed a few, but, uh, I mean, I've, I've, I've dropped my gun out of a stand. I've, I've dropped my gun walking into the woods. Um, I've never dropped my gun and then, before missing one, but that seems to be my excuse every time I miss one. When I retell the story, <laughs> I just tell everybody that I dropped my well, gun. Well, it's a good I, thing, I guess. I mean, yeah, I didn't kill the deer, and I made a really dumb decision. But you played it safe. But it's a good thing. I just left my gun hanging on the rope. Okay, down at the bottom. At the bottom of the tree. And what I should have done was I should have said, okay, hey, Daddy, I'm going to come over there and sit with you. Because if I would have been sitting with him, you he would have shot that deer. Yeah, because I would have made him shoot him. Yeah. <laughs> but... uh I don't know why I decided to climb back up in that tree. and But it's a good thing that I didn't take my gun and still try to shoot. You know, everybody was telling me, oh, man, you probably still could have shot him. It wasn't but 10 yards. But it's a good thing I didn't because when I went back later to re my gun in, that joker was off by like a foot. Oh, yeah. And uh, 
there was about six inches of dirt in the barrel. But yeah, it uh, it's just one of those memories that now it's just a funny story. And, but it's always gonna stick. Oh yeah, I won't never forget it for the rest of my life. Well, that's you know that's the thing. I I I, I guess you're talking about long time ago. Whenever long time ago, I mean that's how we how we kind of grew up was just. I mean, shoot anything, and, and it wasn't about trophy hunting and and what the what the deer scored and, and how big it was. But um, I don't knock anybody. I mean, if you if you had the ability to hunt and you enjoy it, it, it doesn't matter. I mean, you're the one that made the choice of what you want to shoot, and as long as you're having fun, then that's all that matters. But yeah, growing up, uh, just being able to I'm not gonna say being able to, um, but just shooting anything uh, was a lot of fun. Um, but now that I, I guess, uh, got a little bit older, uh, and I don't hunt, I don't trophy hunt, um, but I do try to pick and choose the deer that I that I shoot um, and take. Um, and I, I have a, I have a lot, uh, a lot of fun uh, just sitting there watching deer. Um, I see a whole lot more deer now than I used to, just by not pulling the trigger on the first thing that I see. Um, yeah. But and, and like I said, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. Uh, I got a little boy, Braden. He's six. Uh, can't wait. Uh, next few years, he starts hunting, um, and I'm gonna let him hunt and, and coach him to hunt the same way I did. Shoot, um, because at that age, I mean, obviously it's not about it, but I do enjoy uh, picking and choosing the deer that we shoot. And yeah, I mean, when you when this you taking a kid hunting, I mean, it's just it's more just about getting them out there just to do it than it is about killing anything. Because as long as you're out there, I mean, that's the most important thing. Killing killing something or being able to, you know, tag a a trophy buck, if that's what you're after, I mean, that'll come. You just got to get them out there is the biggest thing. Yeah, and I guess you'd say uh, the generation now coming up, it... I don't don't know how many hunters we're going to have that uh, that actually enjoy it and and look forward to it. Um, But it's... I'm I'm, on a, I'm I'm not gonna push it on him, but I I, yeah. I want him to enjoy it. Uh, right. I hope he enjoys it. Uh, and you you don't have any kids yet, do you? No, I don't have any no, kids. No yet. kids. No kids. No kids. So you got a few years, but that's 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 the part that I'm looking forward to. Looking forward to him getting a little bit older, um, being able to go and me kind of I'm not gonna say put the gun down, uh, but kind of do what you and Justin and Peyton do, pick up the camera a little bit more, um, and get to kind of document. Let him go back and watch as he oh, gets yeah. older, uh, killing a few deer, taking his taking his uh, first, hopefully, um, and me me have an opportunity to film it. Yeah, I tell you, I mean, and that would that's awesome. I mean, getting it on camera, especially a fishy kid, and it's their first deer or whatever it might be. It could be turkeys or ducks or whatever. But even me not having kids, I mean, I still we get a lot of footage. I mean. A lot of people might not believe this because we don't, you know, we don't get a lot of killing footage. But I mean, we get a lot of footage of just, you know, nothing of us just walking through the woods or us talking or whatever. I mean, it's still fun to be able to go back and watch that stuff. Oh yeah. It's like one day me and Philip we were sitting there because we had turkey hunted. I think it was from. I think it was from like two years ago. We we turkey hunted. But we we had all this stuff, all these little bitty short clips of footage that we never never used because there wasn't nothing in it. But 
just you know going back and watching it man you, i mean we had a blast sitting there laughing just watching the watching the stuff that we had recorded yeah well they they, they like I, I did it a little bit last year picked up the camera uh went went hunting with a few of my buddies uh and I, I guess as you're filling the whole camera out and getting used to it um i seem to have a lot of those random clips that you you pick it up you film a little bit you put it down you don't close out the, the video the right way so you yeah. don't have a closing you don't have an entry yeah. and then so you just got a lot of random videos uh but i kept all of them or most of them and we go back and watch them and and it's it's some of them are funny some of them are uh uh just have fun just sitting there re-watching it oh yeah yeah i agree um well i know we got off topic there a little bit but um another thing i was gonna say about um small hunting small properties that 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 place that the time that I saw that deer and I dropped my gun out of my stand and all that's the same property that that I've been talking about you know being a small property yeah um I think it it is hard it is good i mean well, what am I trying to say i mean you you can have you can still have success on small properties I think what you have to do is you have to try to make your property enticing to a deer i mean you have to if you can make it like say if you got only 20 acres if you can make it as thick of a 20 acres as you can they feel safe yeah yeah Yeah. they're gonna i mean they're gonna come because every property no matter how big or how small it is it's either going to be one or two types of properties you're either going to have a property that either you know expands the deer out or it's going to inhale the deer once it gets cold so like if you got 20 acres and it's a really thick piece of property usually like if it's thick during the the cold months like maybe november which is not very cold in november but november and december and even january if it's a thick place that's when they're going to be there in those months yeah now if it's thick in the summertime and it's not thick in the wintertime they're probably going to be there in the summertime yeah that's what i've noticed like with that, especially that one particular property i i don't hardly ever i don't i don't hardly ever get a lot of pictures in the summertime usually i'll have one or two bucks and they're there every single day but and that's in the summertime but once it gets you know past the summer that's when i I start getting all those pictures and i think that's because it stays thick and it stays kind of green there for a long time and it just pulls them deer in yes i mean that's 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 pretty much the same thing here um i mean i i just don't uh, i'm not gonna say that i i don't have deer um but uh I guess you'd say the deer that catch your attention. Uh, I don't really start getting, start seeing those on camera at either place that I hunt um, until that late part October, um, early part of November. Yeah. I, man, I'll tell you one thing. I, I noticed this year, that particular property, I had scrapes at the end of September. And I've never, 
I mean, I know they will scrape, especially all through October and the first of October. But I've never had I've never had scrapes that early on that on that particular place. And I don't know. I guess that's a good thing. Yeah, um, I, I I think I heard one of yours and Justin's uh, uh, podcast not too long ago um, talking about rut and and shedding and and when when some deer shed. And I I went back and listened oh, to that yeah, one. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I heard. I, uh, listen to that one and I was thinking about it I had it was around around about the time that I had a I mean it's a decent deer um, just a just a nine point um, coming in and it didn't have any any pictures of him on camera um, and he showed up um, I believe it was about the third week in August and he had already shed his velvet um, and I mean I don't I don't do a whole lot of research on it. I, I don't run. I haven't ran a lot of cameras in the summer, uh, in the past. Um, but I, I thought that was a little early. Um, yeah, I, I, I would, I would say that he is a little bit early. But I don't know. I, and and I, that's the one. I know which one you're talking about. That was a podcast we did with, uh, with Louie. I think that was what well, we y'all were talking about. Uh, the rut. Uh, being such a such a different between difference between here and Alabama, and only being a few minutes down the road. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Cause uh, yeah, that was episode thirteen, I do believe. And I mean, I, it's just weird. And and Louie had a pretty good idea of why that was, and that was kind of. I guess that's, it makes a lot of sense. It just seems to me like every deer is different, and it's like you know. It's like he said, you know, like kind of like, you know, I like, like I might like to take a shower in the morning time. You might like to take a shower in the evening time. Yeah. It's just, you know, I guess every deer is different. Just the difference between the yeah. deer location. Uh, you have to really, I guess you really, when it comes down to it, you have to. We we try to figure out all these things about deer and stuff and. The rub report. Yeah. Sometimes you just have to take it down to the most basic thing and and realize that deer are a lot more like people than we think they are because i mean we do if you really really think about it we do a lot of the same things that deer do oh yeah i mean deer they always walk the same trail and we do the same thing we always walk the same exact path in our house and we always go the same way to work every single day so yeah that's true and then uh, I mean, really, the only thing that I do uh, is, I, is I try to just know what property I'm hunting, where I'm at, and the reports and stuff are good. Um, but I mean, a lot of people, you know, I mean, you, you can you can tell by trail camera pictures, you can tell by activity in the woods that you're hunting at. Just pay attention. I mean, I just try my hardest to pay attention to where I'm at and what type of activity I see. Um, yeah. But I, I feel that that where I'm at and where I hunt the two two places that I hunt that, that rut's just kind of late um, yeah I guess you say was it Northern Troop County um, they're, they're like they're, yeah. they're going to rut a little early uh, yeah maybe I, I did hunt a, a week property a week or two before well I, I hunted a property north Northern Troop County Southern Herd County and it seemed like on that particular property they actually rutted late, like first of December. But I don't know. It's it's different now, down here. I mean, I think pretty much all of Troop County, 
like the west side of Troop County because that's what that's where we're at pretty much. Yeah. Um, I think West Troop County is, you know, November pretty much. Depending on what property you're on, it could be about to any any week during November. I think because I've seen bucks chasing does. Pretty much every it, I've seen a buck chasing a doe in every single week of November. Whether that's you know the first rut or that secondary rut, let's say they get, I don't know, but. And that's the thing. I mean, I I've killed. Um, I guess you'd say the the two decent, the two good deer that I have. I mean, I feel they're good. You have you have people that kill 160, 170, 180 inch deer, but to me, uh, the two that I killed, um, it was it was early early December. Um, obviously, rut had already started, but there was still a little bit of that. I guess you'd say post rut uh, activity. Uh, yeah going on um, but I seem to have a lot of success late November early early December in the two spots that I hunt yeah that I have heard a lot of people now that you say that I think the two best times to hunt if you're hunting in Troop County I think the two best general times to hunt the rut is probably second week of November Really, really the first, probably from November 5th to November 15th. And then on the other side, you got everybody else saying it's Thanksgiving. So that yep. last week of November and the first week of December. And and more times than not, that's usually, if if you hear somebody saying, Oh, I've seen deer, you know, bucks chasing does. It's, it's usually going to be either that first part of November, or it's going to be right there at the end. Right there at the end, yeah. And uh, but I mean, you just narrow it all out. I mean, if you enjoy doing it and you got the time to do it, I mean, if you're there, I mean, like last year, I, I, I mean, I got almost obsessed uh, with, with hunting in general. Um, so I was there all through November. It's because you was hunting that oh, big yeah. deer all through all through December. It's because you was hunting that big old deer. You know, um. I hunted, it's like I told you before we started recording, <clears throat> I wasn't, I mean, I've always been hardcore about hunting. But you like, you like turkey hunting too, though. Oh, yeah, yeah, I mean, which I'm way more hardcore with turkeys, and I've always loved deer hunting, but the thing about deer hunting is, especially for us, you know, we might have some listeners out there that, you know, they don't hunt the state of Georgia, they don't hunt in the south, um... But our season, our deer season, lasts for so long. I mean, we get almost four full months of deer hunting. Oh, yeah. If you bow hunt, if you bow hunt, you can basically bow hunt from the 1st of September, and you can hunt until the second week of January. Yeah. So that's, you know, you get a solid four months of hunting. Which it used to be, uh, it was what, January 1st? Yeah. And then they extended a few years back. Uh, I think last year it was the 10th. 10th or 15th, something like that. But Which uh, is almost too long. Oh yeah, I, I agree, and and but that's I mean that's kind of why, for me I mean I love getting into it and I I love deer hunting and I get obsessed with you know running my cameras, trying to find deer, and it ain't even got I mean I'm always looking of course oh, yeah. everybody's looking for a big buck, I don't care what anybody says I mean it, it and it, and it ain't it's not about what you shoot, it's not but 
we're all putting cameras out to see if we can get a picture to see, of the big yeah, deer. collect inventory, yeah. Yeah. And that's and that's where I am this year. Like I I don't feel that I'm in it as hard this year as I was last year. Yeah. Um and, and more than likely it's probably because I don't have that big, huge shooter right. deer that Yeah, well that's I what I was gonna say is you know, I, I don't get as, as I don't get as sucked into deer hunting as I do turkey hunting because turkey hunting's only a couple months. You yeah. get really two months and that's it. Well, really a month and a half of solid hunting. But deer hunting, you, we've got so much time to hunt. It's almost like there ain't, uh, I'm, there ain't no rush, you know. Yeah. But and and but I did it like, I mean, I was always you know all about going hunting and going deer hunting. But that one year, it was 2016 when I when I first found out that there was a hundred at least 150 inch deer on the property I was hunting. Yeah. I got obsessed and. I mean, I I had cameras everywhere, and I mean, I was I was getting pictures of him, and it just me getting pictures of that deer and me trying to figure out how to hunt him, it just it made me obsessed, and I was like I was listening to podcasts and I was doing all this research. It almost it, it it's to that borderline of driving you insane. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you lose. Yeah, uh, you lose sleep over it. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Why? Yeah, you question your own sanity. <laughs> I can't tell you because because now because we found the sheds of that deer. It's actually a cool story, but we found the sheds of that deer a year later. And but now that I found the sheds, I know that he scored 160 inches the year that I was hunting him. Yeah. And then the very next year, the the neighboring property he was shot on the neighbor's property, but. It was, it was, um, I, I, I really just about drove myself insane oh, thinking I, I, about that deer. Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's, it's bad. I mean, when you, when you get it and, um, and, and back to hunting smaller properties, when you do have a deer that, that comes in like that and you're on a few acres that, that you're limited to where you can scout, hang a set, uh, try to find, uh, pattern the deer to and from bedding or to and from feeding. Um, that's where it gets frustrating because you're kind of stuck in a location, and you feel like you need to get out, but you're you can only tr- yeah. you can only pattern that deer in that location and where he comes in. Right. Um, but what's well, like it's like um, I showed you a picture of a buck, and he's I mean he's a tank. I, I really wouldn't be scared to say this deer's six or seven years old, and he ain't nothing but a seven pointer, but. Like right now, I've got six, five or six different bucks, and they're all coming in every single day. I mean, I could, I could have hunted this evening, and I know I would have seen two of them. Yeah. But that one buck, the older one, the only time I get pictures of him is at least eight thirty or later, maybe nine. The earliest I've gotten pictures of him was like eight twenty, and that was just a few days ago. And it gets dark at like. 745 750 so um it's like when i when i noticed that i was only getting pictures of him at night i'm i'm sitting there thinking i'm like man i I really wish i could figure out where he's coming from and try to get closer but to to possibly get a daylight right yeah but and and but even then it may it may just be if you got a buck that's mature enough he may just not be daylight and and that's when you got to kind of go back and look at 
what you're doing and you got to kind of take a step back and look in the mirror and say all right well am i putting too much pressure on this place or is there any way that this deer knows that i'm hunting him or when when you are there versus when you're not there right right and if you're getting pictures i would say that's really good that's that's really good that you said that because that reminds me if you're getting pictures of a deer if you're and this is solely for trying to figure out where he's coming from um if if you're seeing say you got a camera up and he's coming in and you're getting pictures of him at 8 30 but it gets dark at eight all right well you can if you can't move and you can't get closer to him try to maybe not hunt there or not even go in that place don't even don't even step foot on the property for at least two weeks let him get comfortable and then leave your try to if you're you know if you got baited out or if you got something in front of your camera to get them to come to the camera try to put enough food out so you don't have to go there for at least two weeks and then see if he's coming Any in center. daylight yeah. when you're not there. That'll tell you if you're pressuring him or not. And if he's still coming in at 8.30, then that means he's probably, and it's still, it's not the end all be all, but it's a more, you know, it's more likely that, you know, maybe he's bedding just further away than what I can get to him. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, if you, I mean, I've noticed that if you can, I guess you'd say uh, get the path, um, even if you can step it back a few hundred yards, um, and, and catch the catch the deer's path a little. Like I said, 200 yards before, 300 yards, 400 yards before. Um, you, I mean, I've noticed that I can narrow that chance of getting the daylight opportunity, shooting light opportunity, um, versus, like you said, seeing them on camera 15 minutes after dark. 30 minutes after dark um, but it, I mean it all comes down to kind of being honed into a certain location yeah a small property um, obviously if you had a, a, a larger piece of property it'd be easier but not everybody has that has that opportunity yeah I I just I really think I mean I think the biggest thing when it comes to hunting a small property is and that and if you can, if if it's your land or if it's somebody else's that you got permission, I mean, I think the biggest thing for a small property is if you can make your property better or make it not better, but make it different. Attractive. Make, yeah, yeah, either attractive or, 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 you know, make it different than all the properties that are around you. It's gonna, you're gonna bring, if you put what deer want there, they're gonna come, you're gonna get deer to come in there. They might not, oh, sure. they might not live there, but they're gonna come in there. And well, and then uh, the uh, our area getting legal, uh, we can legally bait now. Um, you, I mean, you, I'm not gonna say you greater your chance, but I mean, obviously, uh, if you put something out, corn, a 50 pound bag of uh, corn, I mean, you're going to see deer. Oh yeah. I mean, that's just you're you're definitely gonna see a doe. Oh yeah, for no, sure. There's yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt about, about that. It. So, um, so what, you know, you said that you would, um, you said that you only, you know, you really don't get going and starting hunting until later in the year. So like, when do you usually, when do you think you're going to go for the first time this year? Uh, yeah, I'd say 
probably, I mean, to be honest with you, uh, probably, uh, probably, yeah, yeah, I'll probably hit it hard <laughs> opening weekend. Um, am I going to have much success as of right now? No, uh, but I'm on, I'm on go. Uh, but things don't. I mean, I, I guess I don't start really seeing uh, seeing what I need to see or seeing what I feel like I want to shoot uh, until uh, November first is, I guess. The date that I have in my mind that I that I start getting real serious about it, um, last last week of October, first week of November, um, was whenever I hit it hard. Um, yeah, and that well, that last week of October, I mean, you can have some pretty. That's usually when when it starts really getting cranked up. Yeah. Some, sometimes them bucks, especially the mature bucks, they're they know it's coming, so. That last week of October, like that, especially around Halloween, it's like it's it's, it's almost like a light switch goes off. Yeah, it triggers them. Yeah, yeah start. We, I mean, we do start seeing a lot more, um, not only with new deer but even current deer, a lot more activity, uh, a lot more movement. Uh, late, late October, um, early November, just a lot more movement in general. Um, yeah. What I mean, what's your plans? Uh, I mean, I'm I'm already hunting. Uh, when you hit it hard, when you when yeah, you, when you, I mean, I, yeah, right now I'm not. I mean, I'm really, I'll go every few days, but and I mean, I'll hunt on the weekends, but once it gets, I probably start really really hunting probably about the third weekend of October. Which actually, we we pretty much almost there. Yeah, we're almost there now. Um, Cause it just to me it seems like that's when the new like the new bucks showing up. Like right now, that that property that we've been talking about the whole time, uh, I haven't really had any bucks show up. You know, new bucks. Normally, on on any other property, I would have a buck show up. You know, halfway into bow season, but now we were talking about just a minute ago. Uh, I don't know if we were recording or not, but you said you had one that you were you were possibly thinking about taking, but uh, hadn't made your mind up yet. Yeah, what what's your? Are, are you going to hold off to see if you have something else? Or are you going to take him first opportunity? Or yeah, I I think I'll hold off. I mean, I keep saying I'm going to shoot him, and I keep saying I'm not going to shoot him, but I think at this point, I mean. It's almost like there's really no point in shooting him because it's almost like I done seen him three times and I still hadn't shot him. Yeah, you so talked stuff out of it. It's like if I ain't shot him now, then what's the point in shooting him? But because I know I know there's gonna be a better deer show up. I just the only reason I want to shoot him. I mean, the first night he came in, I, I did get pretty fired up because that was my first actual full rack buck that I'd seen this year and I got I got pretty shook up for a minute when he first walked out and I picked my bow up on him but he never he never gave me a broadside shot so I didn't shoot him and yeah. uh, so looking at it now kind of before you hit it hard what what is the if you had to I guess uh, preseason put a success um, what are you expecting? At, what are you expecting, or what do you want out of the season to call it a success? Uh, it's 
certain type just, of deer, certain size deer. I mean, I don't necessarily want to kill a deer. I mean, I don't have to necessarily kill a big deer. I mean, I just want to, I just want to be able to see deer as my main goal, and you know, see you know, decent sized bucks. My goal, as far as killing the deer, is I just want to shoot a mature buck. You know, I think that's going to be like a four year old or five year old at least. Yeah. Um, and that's really my main goal going into every year. But this year, and I talked about this a little bit before with that deer, you know, we were talking about getting obsessed with it. When I was hunting that big deer a couple of years ago, the the first year that I hunted that deer, I was I was super excited, you know, all through the summer. I couldn't wait to go in, in July and put my cameras out and and I was so fired up and then I got my first pictures of him so I, it just it just flipped the switch for me and then so I didn't kill him that year and then the next summer I was even more excited yeah because I knew he was still alive and I knew that he was gonna be much bigger than he already he was already, already was. a giant yeah and so going into that deer season you know last year I was you know I was I already had me a deer that I was like all right I got this deer I need to figure this deer out but this year it's different because this year I don't really have that that you know that one buck that you know everybody kind of goes into the season looking for looking for and so I think now I'm just gonna have to wait till wait till the rut kind of like you yeah just see what you got come through hope you can help you can get on it yeah yeah hunting I mean back to small property I mean, hunting, hunting small property is all uh, it has a lot to do with luck uh because i mean you you're you're just hoping to catch them passing through yeah yeah that's that's really the way that they do it on on the property we got i mean we we usually have several bucks like like i've got right now but <clears throat> those big deer we'll just catch them then then like like that story i told about me dropping my gun out of the tree. That deer that I saw that morning, and it was December the 8th, that deer, we'd never seen him before. We'd never had a picture of him. Nothing. He was a, he was basically a trespasser. Yeah. And, and uh, we'd never seen him again after that. Never got a picture of him or nothing. So well, that's, I mean, that's it's crazy you say that because, I mean, even on, uh, it doesn't matter, smaller portions, large, larger tracts of property, um, it's crazy you can go hunting and have thousands of uh, pictures and then you can sit in a stand and uh, three four times out of the month you're going or i i do i usually always see a deer that i've never had on camera before. yeah i actually um and i i think i told you earlier or i might have just said it a minute ago i think um i haven't seen any new bucks yet but actually i have i didn't i forgot all about that the the video that we just put on our YouTube, it was me hunting and Justin was my cameraman. There's a deer that comes in on us and it's and it comes in behind we were in two separate trees. The deer comes in a uh, one buck comes in behind Justin. And that buck I didn't notice it until I went back and watched the footage. Cause it done got pretty you know, it was pretty dark, it's kinda of dusky and yeah. everything was blurring together. But that buck was actually brand new. I didn't realize it until I watched the footage, though. And uh, that was, and that's that's the same thing you just talked about. That was, that was really my first time seeing a new buck. 
because I, I didn't have any pictures of that deer. I probably do now, though. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> good yeah. luck. I mean, I hope you. I hope. Uh, I hope at the end of the season you can look back and call it a success. And I mean, me too. I mean, I guess that's. I guess that's everybody's goal. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, everybody sets their expectations. Um, and I, I don't know. I, it's hard for me to set expectations because I've been fortunate enough. Uh, I don't take for granted either, uh, especially last year, the one that I was fortunate enough to take last year. Um, and that may be why I'm not in it as hard this year as I was last year. It's just because uh, I guess I'm looking for something bigger or, yeah. or close to. Um, but I think I think this year I'm gonna spend a lot of time with my uh, my wife. I'm gonna try to get try to try to get try to get my wife in the stand um, to hunt uh, to see if see if it's something she'll enjoy. Um, she's done it. I guess a few times as a kid, but she's showing interest. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to practice filming with that. But the days that she don't want to go, <laughs> it'll be it'll be me. I'll be there. But <laughs> oh well, I guess that's good. I guess we can go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, Cody, I really appreciate you getting on here with us today, and I appreciate you have, appreciate you having me. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I'm really glad you got on, man. I anybody that can get on here and, and endure an hour of talking with me uh, you're probably a better man than I am so. no, it, ain't, it, ain't, <laughs> it wasn't bad I enjoyed it I, I just uh, uh, I was actually glad to get the get the message where you asked me to be on I, I enjoy it yeah and and now that we're you know wrapping this up that's what I was going to say you know anybody if you want to listen to more podcasts of more of our episodes you know you can get on Anchor Tuning Radio, Stitcher. Uh, really, you can you know you can find Strut South TV, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. The best thing to do is just go on Google and just Google Strut South TV or Google Strut South Podcast, and you're gonna find us somewhere. So, uh, and if you anybody wants to be on an episode and you just want to get on here and talk deer hunting. We're more than happy to do that. Or if you got any questions you want us to talk about, any topics, send it to us. 